Hello everyone and welcome back to this edition of the Fantasy Ramble. We're a couple of game weeks in, uh, we're a couple of game weeks up from the last time we spoke since we had some midweek action on Tuesday and Wednesday, including a fairly even uh, Der Classiker that ended up going in Bayern's favour, which our first co-host Struan Garvey will be very happy about, seeing as they are his favourite team at the moment. Struan, were you, um, was that everything you were expecting from that game? I was expecting a bigger scoreline though. Um, Disrespectful. I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd be honest. I did turn this game off with about five ten minutes to go in the end. I just, it just, <gasps> there was, <laughs> I don't know. There's just, it just kind of got really slow and not much happening. I, th- I think the both teams just kind of average. I think it's a bit tough because well, they just played at the weekend before a few days, and then playing three days later on the Tuesday was yeah. maybe a bit too soon for some of them, but. It probably could have been nil-nil. I mean, Kimmich's goal was really nice, mm. but I, I probably would say Berkey should have done better because it looked like he got a really good hand to it. He just kind of just kept it in the back of the net. And I was still travelling away from him at the same time. Just. Yeah. And then uh, Alfonso Davies just kind of stole the show again with his... He's just, just a cheat code. Do you, do you remember on FIFA when you'd go into the custom games you could use the sliders <laughs> to give you guy like maximum pace and shooting and all that? I think they just his done that with a person the whole way up there because he is unbelievable. I, there was a wee bit of a kind of controversial talking point as well. Um, perhaps a lot of people thinking Dortmund should have had a penalty. Um, Taylor, do you think is that is that fair to say? Um, it was a Boateng handball in air quotes. Is there any validation for that at all, or was it just um, just folks saying stuff to get Dortmund back in the game? Uh, I'm pretty sure the VAR guy, guy went for a chippy man. <laughs> man, how how he missed that, I, I don't know. Honestly, it was like. I think in a VAR world now, that is the most obvious handball you've got to see. Basically, Boateng chucked his elbow at it, and it's just, it just took it away from going and everything. And mm-hmm. that could have been the catalyst to bring Dortmund back in, but that's hoping the fact that they would have actually scored it. It was weird because Germany have usually, they've been kind of sticking by VAR. They were kind of one of the first big European leagues to use it domestically um, after the kind of international competitions have used it. So you thought they'd be a bit more consistent with it, but suppose Dortmund fans will just have to deal with it, as he says, behind um, our tears in his eyes. Uh, also, uh, last but not least, we've got Jamie McIntosh here today. Um, Jamie has been busy writing uh, a very good article for Energy Sport about the revolving door that's going to be Heart of Midlothian Football Club this summer, and he's currently celebrating the fact that that's uploaded. By lounging in a pool in his back garden, so he's, he's living the best life out of all of us at the moment, Jamie, aren't you? Well, to be fair, I mean, if you follow Hearts for for this season, certainly home and away, I think you you deserve to relax when they're not around. So that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm taking this opportunity. Rightly so. Oh, you're not wrong. I think Cameron would agree with you quite wholeheartedly <laughs> there. Uh, this week we are going to be covering five games from this weekend's list of fixtures. The first of which being on Friday night as Freiburg take on Bayer Leverkusen. Um, last weekend, or sorry, midweek rather, Bayer Leverkusen took a bit of a shock result as they fell 4 1 uh, losers to a very, very impressive Wolfsburg team. Whereas Freiburg, they had a very entertaining match with Frankfurt and they were 3 all. That was the result of that game. So this is going to be a quite interesting game. I think it's got a lot to kind of go on for a Friday night game. Freiburg, they're sitting in eighth. They are still a fair bit behind the rest of the pack, but they're only um, four points off Wolfsburg, who's sitting sixth. 
while they would have preferred to have won that game, especially since Wolfsburg won against Bayer Leverkusen, they did fall to the draw, which isn't an awful result, considering that Frankfurt have been doing fairly decent since we restarted, but they'll be looking to win this game to close the gap, whereas Leverkusen, they're four points off second where Dortmund are sitting at the moment, meaning that they really want to be pushing for a win as well, especially if they are to qualify for Champions League football next season. Um, Struan, I'll come to you. After a lot of talking up of Kai Havertz in the last week or so, he didn't really seem to make much of an impact, nor did the rest of the Leipzig team, the Leipzig team, the Leverkusen team, sorry. Um, what do you think went wrong for Leverkusen in this game? I'm not entirely sure. I think maybe fitness again came into it, playing so soon after um, previous games. Probably do need to give a bit of credit to Wolfsburg. I mean, I'd seen the Wolfsburg game against Dortmund the weekend prior, and they didn't really look anything special. So I, I missed this game, but I'm not quite sure how they managed to absolutely destroy Leverkusen. And I, th- I think that. I think Leverkusen do still have a chance of getting the top um, into the Champions League places in the top four, but I, I think that's their title race pretty much finished on yeah. that one there. But I don't know. I think one thing I did notice with Leverkusen in the games that I did see was it was quite a lot of relying on Havertz for things. Mm-hmm. And he was on penalties. They were aiming for him from uh, corners and stuff like that, which can backfire. You know, in a game if he yeah. doesn't turn up, they're, they're sort of a what? What do we do now? And I didn't really think any other player could really stand uh, step up in that game, but yeah. Uh, Taylor, just as Strun's saying, they do really seem to be relying on Kai Havertz a lot, this uh, Leverkusen team. Uh, have you seen any other instances of a player that they could perhaps shift the workload to and just share the burden with Havertz in the uh, Leverkusen team at all? Because they do have a very, very talented squad, but they seem to be just focusing it through Havertz. Uh, no, hundred percent. I feel like I did go on record saying that I feel like Leverkusen do have a very good all-round team, especially players like Bellarabe, Demabre, even uh, the Bender brothers. They've been an integral part. But what what more can you do when you've got your star player who's been showing up consistently all season just doesn't turn up? It's just one of the ones where I was a bad day officer Havers, but. The team need to stop being so reliable on the young player. In fact, is the fact that they're concentrating on everything the Struan said through him shows the fact that as soon as if he isn't playing well or as soon as our opposition such as like Wolfsburg find that out, then I used to see they run out four one winners in the end with mm-hmm. Havertz basically not even get anything involved with in the game. So, so other players can and should be turning up more mm-hmm. rather than uh, relying on Havertz. But I'm just going to put it down at a bad day at the office. I just did kind of seem to be that, didn't it? Just one of those kind of freak results. Or, I mean, freak results perhaps gives a little bit of disrespect towards Wolfsburg, but an unexpected result when it was that heavy, a defeat. Uh, if we take it away from Leverkusen for just a moment, uh, Jamie, I'll talk to you about Freiburg, because they'll be kicking themselves that they never ended up taking all three points against Frankfurt, because they were leading 3-1 with 20 minutes to go, and then Frankfurt got the two late goals to uh, draw the game. Are we expecting the same kind of free-flowing attack from them in this game on Friday night, or are we expecting them to sit a bit deeper with the kind of attacking prowess that Leverkusen have? Yeah, they, they probably will sit a bit deeper, I think, um, against Leverkusen. If you 
you kind of play that sort of open style, I think you will get punished. And uh, Wolfsburg are a very organised team, and I think that's why Leverkusen really struggled against them. Um, so I would expect Freiburg to kind of adopt a bit more of a defensive approach. They've only won one in their last seven, um, and that was against Union Berlin. But they always seem to do all right against the kind of so-called bigger teams, if you like. They only lost 1-0 away to Dortmund um, just before the break, and obviously they got that draw against Leipzig where they were unlucky to win. So there's something about this Freiburg team where they seem to thrive in the big games. So uh, it won't be an easy game for Leverkusen, that's for sure. No, I, I completely agree. I think Freiburg have been... They've not gotten off to the best restart, I suppose you could say, but they're still there or thereabouts. They're just maybe one or two kind of uh, mistakes they're making, kind of away from. Kinda Defeat at home to Bremen was a was a real uh, a real bad result for them because mm-hmm. you know as we saw some some bigger teams around them have dropped points since and and if they could have got at least even a point in that game, but they, you know they should be beating a, a Bremen team at home, who were who are really struggling. Um, so that's definitely a few points dropped for them there. Mm-hmm. Aye, Bremen, Bremen was a bit of a kind of letdown for them, definitely. I think that this could potentially be one of the kind of games of the weekend, depending on how both teams set out. Because if Freiburg are willing to sit deep when they have been kind of willing to go forward, that could kind of change the plan completely. And Leverkusen, as we've seen just the last few games, they are so willing to just push everything forward. And last uh, midweek, it was the expense. Uh, the expense they paid was shipping four goals, but they'll have kind of really concentrated on that in the time leading up to Friday's game so I think they will make more of a kind of noble effort I suppose they'll probably put in a bet a much better performance especially having slipped up midweek in terms of a score prediction I'm gonna go with a 2-1 to Leverkusen I think it's a fair scoreline to suggest because both teams do have that attacking power behind them um but I think Leverkusen just have that bit more quality and they can show that they can, can just grind out this result really because I think that's what it's going to end up being a bit of a grind for them but that's just my opinion uh, Taylor, what would you go for for this one? Um, two high scoring teams a team that has the mentality to never give up and a team that basically loves scoring goals especially if their players are at it I think this could be a high scoring team now I'm going to go with a, I'm stuck between a 3 each or a 3-2 and my heart wants to say 3-2 to Leverkusen but I can see Freiburg just having the mentality to still come back and get a late winner or even be leading at that stage mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm going to go with 3 each I think this could end 3 each, each. Another, yeah. another 3 each for Freiburg 2 in 2 games that would be quite something seeing them ship 6 goals in 2 games not ideal not really confidence building. Uh, Struan, are you the same mindset it's going to be high scoring or are you expecting a bit of a lower scoring game? I'm going for the same as you. I'm going for a 2-1 to Leverkusen. I think they'll need a bounce back but I can still see Freiburg getting a goal. I think it could be one where Freiburg even take the lead and mm-hmm. then Leverkusen back out from there but I'm going to go with the 2-1. Jamie, just to round off, I mean, are we giving Freiburg any chance of a win here? It kind of does seem to be a bit Leverkusen heavy with these scorelines. You know, I've gone 2-1 as well, um, to Leverkusen that is. I, I think it'll be a very close game. As I've said, Freiburg usually give as good as they get in the big teams, but I think you said it yourself, Jack, they've they've just got that bit extra quality, especially mm-hmm. in the final third. And uh, I think Havertz, considering he was out of sorts during the week, I think he'll be keen to try and get on the score sheet. I think that'll be the difference. I think they'll sneak it by two goals to one. 
Fantastic. Well, on to the next fixture. We have, funnily enough, the two teams who were opposing uh, the previous fixture as Willsburg take on Frankfurt at home. We already know the scorelines from the last week because we've just talked about them. Willsburg won 4-1 against Leverkusen and Frankfurt came back late to draw 3-all with Freiburg. Again, this has the scope to be a very, very interesting game on Saturday, which is going to be um, mid-afternoon. This is a hard one to call for me. Um, I've not seen a lot of either of the teams since the restart, but I know they've both been putting in some decent performances. Of course, um, Frankfurt battling back midweek kind of shows their resilience and their kind of never get never say die attitude to it. Jamie, I don't know if you've seen any of these two teams a bit more, but are we expecting again high scoring? Are we expecting a bit of a kind of fierce contest here? I've I've gone for one all. Um, Frankfurt usually kind of score and they usually concede as well. Um, the, I saw Frankfurt against um, I think it was Gladbach, and in the first kind of twenty minutes they were two 0 down, and it, it really should have been more. They were really all over the place, mm-hmm. and uh, they they did kind of manage to steady the ship, and they put up a bit more of a fight in the second half. And I think the same kind of goes for this game. Wolfsburg are coming into off the back of a really decent result um, against. Leipzig mm. and uh, was it Leipzig? Leverkusen. 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 And uh, I think they'll need to kind of start fast again. Frankfurt. I don't think they'll be allowed to kind of have the same slow start that they that they had against Gladbach, or else they will get punished, especially away from home this time. Um, I find it hard to call this game as well, Jack. And uh, I think it would be easy to say that Wolfsburg will kind of stroll it after kind of the good result that they got uh, uh, against Leverkusen. However, I'm going to go with one-one. And just because I can't really make up my mind on either of these two teams, I think they're quite inconsistent, and uh, I think it's anybody's guess really. I think it's quite a tough one to call. So one all for me. I think favorite scoreline. Absolutely, favorite sto- scoreline makes it a turn. Uh, I think <laughs> I'll probably kind of mirror your sentiments there. I'll probably end up going for a, a score draw, as we call it, a one-one, maybe a two-two, considering how kind of free scoring the two have been in previous weeks. Um, Struan. Did you see any of any of these two teams over kind of midweek? Are we expect are you kind of seeing something that we've perhaps missed over these two? Are we kind of expecting a huge performance from someone like uh, Philip Kostic from Frankfurt or uh, Max Arnold from Wolfsburg? Perhaps the kind of two standout players there. Well, I, I saw Frankfurt against Munchen Gladbach and Bayern Munich in the in the previous two fixtures before the midweek games, and they just kind of looked out of ideas. Almost they didn't the firepower up front looked pretty weak they looked a bit awkward at the back I think they've got a few injuries as well and players not coming back and they've been in real trouble in the relegation zone after European places mm-hmm. the season prior to it so they've had a really poor year all around and I think the la- getting a 3-all is a good result as well especially coming back from 3-1 down but I think I would fancy Wolfsburg in this one maybe a 3-2 and other, like it will be a scoring game I feel because mm-hmm. you can pretty much put money on every game in the Bundesliga. Oh, absolutely, but I th- yeah. I think this one will still go Wolfsburg's way. I think they've got good momentum behind them now. Yeah. And Taylor, I mean, this is it's quite an important game for both teams here. Um, Frankfurt sitting just two points above the playoff places, but uh, two uh, spaces ahead of Dusseldorf. Whereas Wolfsburg, they're sitting sixth, and there's probably not much of a chance of them catching Leverkusen, who are currently uh, 11 points ahead. But Hoffenheim are on their tail because they are only three points ahead of them. So, both teams with a fair bit to play for. Are we expecting both teams to come out swinging? Uh, I feel Wolfsburg will 
come out with this with high confidence, especially after beating uh, the big dogs of Leverkusen uh, by a comfortable margin. Uh, and thanks for also coming with confidence, knowing it. Uh, they came back to three one down, and to end up getting something out of the game that looks so unlikely. Mm-hmm. But um, going with this season, uh, since the restart anyway, Frankfurt have been somewhat inconsistent, as Jamie pointed out. They did put in an impressive performance against Bayern to even get two goals, but then obviously it was five two in the end. But it's just there's something about Frankfurt. They just they look like. As they're the team by the way, I think they're sleepwalking to relegation. I see, I can see them being in the playoffs and probably wow. end up drop uh, drop them in. In fact, I could even see them drop them into the automatic relegations if Werder uh, Bremen end up pulling some some results out of the bag. Really? So yeah. I'm gonna go with a two 0 Wolfsburg win. Two 0 Wolfsburg. See them one. winning this. There we go. Um, no, I, I'm I'm gonna set with a score draw. I think one 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 or maybe two two, depending on how these teams come out and play. I think um, I think Wolfsburg could kind of take the lead early on, but then as we've seen, Frankfurt have been able to battle back late on. So I think Wolfsburg might just kind of fall asleep a bit, and then Frankfurt will kind of snatch a point late on, just to kind of reassure themselves that there's still there's still there's still a chance that they can stay up quite stay up and not have to risk um, playoff matches. So we'll move on to a club who have really been flying high ever since the restart came in Hertha Berlin. They are taking on, if I just double check... Osberg. Osberg, yes they are, they are indeed. They're taking on Osberg on Saturday afternoon. Hertha Berlin, they held Leipzig to a 2 all draw on Wednesday night, whereas Osberg drew a really just unimportant 0-0 draw with Paderborn, some would call it, on the same evening, which... If you watch that game, I really do feel sorry for you <laughs> because no no one likes watching a nil nil with rele- relegation candidates. There's no excitement whatsoever. Um, Jamie, you were really keen to talk about Hertha Berlin. We were talking about these games. Um, as I said, they have really kind of come out swinging since the restart began. Uh, they've up, moved up to tenth in the table and are only four points off seventh, whereas Augsburg they're in twelfth. And only four points above the relegation, uh, above the mm. playoff places. So it could be quite damning for Augsburg if they are to lose this one. But are we expecting any fight from them, or are we expecting another convincing win for Hertha? I'm I'm going with another Hertha win. Um, they've been my surprise package of the league since it resumed. I've been really impressed with them. And um, they got that really good win away from home at Hoffenheim, mm-hmm. and then you know a decent win, pretty comfortable win. It has to be said in the derby. And then uh, that good point away from home against Leipzig, where they, they came from 2-1 down um, to, to get a draw in the end, albeit Leipzig had 10 men. But as for Osberg, they, they've bust my coupon for the last two weeks now. <laughs> um, they drew 0-0, obviously, against the, the, the bottom side, Paderborn, and uh, and then they went and pumped Schalke the weekend before. Um, so they're a very inconsistent side. Mm-hmm. However, I struggle to see past Herfa in this one. They're just scoring plenty of goals. Mm-hmm. Um, they just seem to be a team that's brimming with confidence. I think Osberg will sit back and, and try and play on the counter, much like how they played against Schalke. However, I just think Herfa have got that bit more quality and they're just a bit more confident in general than Schalke at the moment, who are just a bit of a mess. And uh, I think they'll they'll have enough quality in the final third to, to break down a, a generally leaky Osberg backline. So I've gone for a 3 1 Herfa Berlin victory. Nice, nice, I, I like that. Uh, talking about that game at the weekend against uh, 
Union Berlin in the derby. Taylor Murray made a very, very good prediction <laughs> in, the, in that Boyata would score. And, I mean, as soon as I saw that go in, I was like, oh, that's quite cool. And then my, my heart sank because I knew he'd got something right. <laughs> how, how did that feel? How, did, you, did you feel a sense of just satisfaction, just relief almost, that you've made a call and it's actually paid off? Uh, nah, I knew it was going to happen. I had confidence, I had me as No, no, see, I seen the fact he'd actually scored. Uh, I lost I lost the pot. Never <laughs> have I celebrated a Bayata goal like that in my life. I never thought I would. I was going to say. The, the fact that he actually scored after me saying that was just. Uh, I'm just going to put that out there. That clearly, I'm a man of somewhat sense. <laughs> See the thing was You predicted four goals as well Albeit it was 3-1 To uh, Herthub And they ended up winning 4-0 But you got the right amount of goals You got one of the goal scorers at least are, are, Is this like a secret career That you're going to be chasing Or you're perhaps going to switch Your allegiances over to German football Once the Kind of Things settle down a bit more And the new season begins It's It's starting to I'm starting to feel like this is my call And I'm pretty sure I said it uh, Last week Although the fantasy league I'm not going to talk about that Because it's a midweek game But this mm. seems to be, it's for some reason, see, things seem to work out the way I'm, maybe they think the same as me, maybe that's what the teams are, maybe we're all in the same wavelength and that's how I can call it. I don't know what kind of wavelength that is, but, you know, I'm, I'm really happy the fact that I actually still called that. I'm still, I don't know, I don't know how I've done that. Speaking of the fantasy league, since you won't talk about it, and I feel like we've not really done a lot of talk about fantasy for a fantasy football show so far... Yeah, wait, you were sitting second or third, were you? And you've dropped down to fifth. You're 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 letting Graham catch up with you after skating ahead of him in the first week back. Um, you'll not be too happy with that. Struan, you and I are kind of battling out for the top two at the moment. Uh, albeit there's only there's only one man that's in the top spot, and it's me. So, <laughs> are, are you are you going to be picking up any health players for this game that will perhaps change that fortune and get you ahead of me on points? I have yeah. actually. I have. I've brought in some Hertha players, of course. Lovely. Um, well, I, I say players. I've I've brought in one. I've I've had Kraft, who's their backup keeper, mm-hmm. on my bench the whole time. Although after the weekend, he might get might get a start this next game after Jarnstein's. Um, yeah, I've I've brought in Matthias Cunha, who in Such my opinion has been the best player in the league since the resumption. Mm-hmm. I think he looks great. The whole Hertha Berlin team just looks so on the ball. They don't look like they've had a break. Every, like the midfield looks solid, the defence has been solid. I mean, I think they they were unfortunate not to get a win against Leipzig. I really do think they were the better team. I thought Leipzig were terrible in general, but Ibisevic was somebody as well who I was considering, the 35-year-old Bosnian, but mm-hmm. I went with Cunha just because I feel if he doesn't score, he will have an assist. You know, he's he's always gets an yeah. involvement in the game somehow. There's also players like Christoph Piatek, who came on and scored a penalty, so we know he's the penalty taker. Um, it may have been Plattenhart, but after he picked up a head injury, who normally does take the set pieces, I'd avoid him like a rash. Um, Cedric Boyata could be good for a goal, or perhaps a clean sheet. Maybe. He's, yeah, this might actually be a clean sheet game, depending on how well they sit. You never know. Yeah, I, th- I think... I'm going to go for a 3-0 health to Berlin. I think, it'll, not exactly a walkover, but I think they will just control the game. It's I don't know if you've seen, I presume you've seen Coach Carter. Absolutely. The film, and one of the main things that they do before the first game is just 
fitness, get the fitness up, mm-hmm. and you know they end, they end up winning their first match because they're much more fitter than the other team. Yep. And I feel that's almost the Hertha Berlin approach. You know, they might not necessarily be better on paper than the other team, but they just look so up for it. They look so ready. You know that they're making use of their subs. They they just look fitter than the other team. Even mm-hmm. thirty-five-year-old Abisovic up front, who I mentioned, looks fitter than half the 20 19 year olds across the league so yeah I, I think Hertha Berlin are a really good team they, they may drop off once fitness kind of comes back to their teams once the sharpness comes back but mm-hmm. at the moment I think Hertha Berlin are a really good shout to have players literally from anywhere in the pitch if you can get any into your team I think you will get a point somewhere in the game I think Cunha is definitely a good shout to pick up um, Boyata as well uh, the, I think they suffered one loss from the weekend and that was the tweet that they put out after uh, Ibisevic scored I don't know if anyone saw this. They literally put up him scoring and the caption, age is just a number. <laughs> <laughs> the cat, the responses weren't exactly appropriate for this show. We'll say that. Not PG. Yeah. Not PG. <laughs> not PG. <laughs> not PG and not PC either for a lot of it. So we need to, we can't really go about repeating anything. With I that, thought it was to do it because you had his actual age I thought that's what they meant but oh, no. it, it went quite badly wrong um, right we'll move on before we dig ourselves into a hole with that one because <laughs> we've got um, two teams who haven't really done well at all since the restart because we've got Schalke and Werder Bremen uh, batting it out on Saturday last results for them Schalke fell to Dusseldorf in a 2-1 Went, and I think Schalke went 1-0 up in that game if they did, they did, yeah so they kind of threw that away whereas Bremen, they actually got a fairly credible draw against uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach who are sitting in the top four at the moment this has the potential to be shocking just looking at it just from the, the form of these two teams this could be one of the worst games of the week but because they're two of the worst teams in the division form-wise we wanted to speak about them Schalke are... I don't know if I want to say this because I don't want people coming back at me um, because we've got a lot of of people listening to the show, as we know. (laughs) Um, Taylor, would it be too wrong to say that Schalke are too big a club to be in this run of form? Uh, Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, Going with their history, even their recent history of them basically being in Champions League, Europa League and that, it's a club that seems to just Ambition seems to have just escaped them. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem to no, they don't seem to be what be like put in performances, win games, or if they do win games, it's just very, very unconvincing. Just even the fact that they lost to one a team that's struggling in the league right now, mm-hmm. uh, basically just trying to survive, shows that they they are not. It's, hopefully, it's just a bad patch they're going through, and hopefully, they actually end up um, coming out of it. I'm pretty sure during the summer. Did they not sign some decent players to actually combat this? Um, Schalke. Yeah, like I don't think they had anyone of note, but they did. Say, they signed some like notable, like uh, basically not high potential, but names that other teams are looking at. Um, uh, someone, I think his name's Kenny or something. John Joe Kenny John Joe, from Everton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I know. He, uh, basically, he was linked with other clubs, and the fact that Schalke got him, they looked at that as a uh, basically. A huge, basically, a huge potential because he's been performing well at England under 21 levels. But it seems to have just went all pear shaped for him. I don't know if it's because they're trying this new keeper, um, basically, tactics, so young, manager. Mm-hmm. 
manager. Wagner. <laughs> Wagner, Wagner could be the problem, by the way. Even though he did get the credit he deserved to start with, it could I think Wagner easy. might be the problem. I, I would say Wagner. It's, it's in with a shout, yeah. Um, I mean, looking at their squad just now, I mean, they and their form, they've not won. They've It's been three consecutive losses since the restart began. 4-0 in the uh, Riviera Derby against Dortmund. 3-0 at home to Augsburg. And then the 2-1 away to Dusseldorf. Yeah, have they not lost nine in a row? No. Is like, it? <laughs> they've won one in nine. It might be one in nine because they've that's, not that's... lost... Um, yeah, that's form that you should be. The last time, at. the last time they won was uh, mid January. Jeez. After after the re- uh, after the restart after the winter break, and then they lost five nil to Bayern. It was nil nil one one nil nil five nil again, three nil loss one one four nil three nil two one. I completely forgot they were in the Champions League this year. They've not won since January. <laughs> what What's interesting about that? is uh, Nubel, their goalkeeper, had signed a pre-contract agreement in, I think it was in January for Bayern Munich, and because of that, they dropped him. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the reason, but as soon as he's been dropped, that's their form. Just, I'm not blaming it on Schubert. Mm. He's, I know he's a young kid, but... You can't they, really blame it on Schubert because he's not played well. We can all agree on that, but he is young, and he's just going to be dropped in it at the kind of business, kind of moving into the business end of the season anyway. So it's not really done him any favours. But, I mean, you look at Schalke's squad, Weston McKennie got their goal, and he's a very talented midfielder. Where's number two, which I don't agree with for a midfielder, but regardless of that. Rabi Matondo is a highly rated young star. Uh, Amini Harit has bags of ability. He's just not been putting it on. And uh, Gregorich, Raman, Bergstaller, they're all talented and uh, goal scorers. Yeah, lovely nature sounds from you there, Jamie. That's yeah, a- I was loving that. <laughs> lovely bird noise in the back. Um, they've got the quality but they've just not been putting it into practice so with that in mind Struan are we seeing this as a chance that Bremen could snatch points I think this is definitely one that Bremen should be taking advantage of given, given their situation and they'll take absolutely anything they can get and given Schalke they're, Schalke about 10 points off the relegation zone you know they're not exactly in crisis situation but there are still quite a few games to go I think Based on recent performances, I would say Werder Bremen. I mean, I, the only time I've seen Schalke was against Dortmund, and I I would put Wagner down to this. They just they just didn't look like they had a formation or a shape. I, I, quite a few teams have looked a bit all over the place. So, I mean, Schalke literally, I couldn't work out who was playing where, who was doing what, what what kind of system they were trying to achieve. I think they have got a decent squad on paper, but. Again, it's just, it's just one of these feeder clubs almost that as soon as a player kind of gets good and a bit of recognition, they just lose them. I mean, Leon Goretzka, they lost for free a few years ago to Bayern Munich. The, probably the biggest one in the last decade would have been Neuer as well, over, over a decade, would have been Neuer to Bayern Munich as Sani well. Sani as well, of course. Yeah, Sani going to Man City. It's, it's not really been great for them. Weston McKennie's probably one of these ones who's probably going to go elsewhere soon as well. They've got uh, Serdar in midfield who is quite good, but obviously... He, <laughs> Can't really change the game himself. I, I, but I think they brought Raman in, their their forward, mm-hmm. and uh, Matondo, who I think is permanent from Man City as well, the Welsh international, who Ryan Giggs has praised. So um, there, there is that. But I, I can't see them picking up anything. I think Harit might be injured as well. Uh, I've, I've had him in my team the past two weeks, and he's not had a single point or involvement. So I, I've, I've taken him out now for a Sabitzer. Well, I, I, saw him in, but, I saw him in the first week against Dortmund. He was playing, and while he wasn't good, he was fine. Like he he was he wasn't injured at that point. I don't think he got injured in that game, but he might have suffered something in training. He reminds me a bit of of, of the Zaha for Palace in the sense that 
He's better than most of the team. He's quite a flair player, but his end product is very questionable. Mm. And I think he's sort of that person who the team relies on quite a lot as well to bail them out. I can see that. And with, without him in recent weeks as well, they just don't seem to be really up to anything. Nice. Fair to Bremen haven't exactly got the best squad either. They've got a few. It's quite funny. They've got quite almost a few dropouts from the big teams. Kevin Voigt, who was at Hoffenheim for a long time, he's left. Um, Nuri Sahin couldn't get the words out there for a second. Who, who was at Dortmund for years? Mm -hmm. You know, they've they've almost kind of collected Claudio Pizarro, the, the forty-year-old, the journeyman. Yeah, Absolutely, exactly. journeyman. So they have got quite a good uh, Pavlenka, the goalkeeper. I think he, yeah, Pavlenka. He's he's okay as well. So and Rashid's mm -hmm. got up front. There's, they've got quite a few good players. I'm I'm really surprised that they're in the relegation zone. Purely based on their squad on paper, Davy Classon yeah. as well, who produced the best assist I have seen. In yeah, that that was something. So long. That was that something was else. Phenomenal! Just first time no look puts the guy one uh, one on one. So I I, I do fancy Verde Bremen. They're six points in with in safety, but they do have a game in hand, and I think this could be. I think they'll be looking at this game and saying, yeah, that we can get three points in this easily. Shot I was, I was literally about to ask Jamie. Could, um, Werder Bremen haven't won since the same game week as Schalke. Actually, they've not won since mid-January as well. They win this. Is that Could this be a turning point in their season? Definitely. And, you know, I was going to ask you, do you think Bremen need to win today? Do you think this is one of the games where, you know, you say that, like, we're okay, there are three points on the table for us here if we... If we Play our play to our best ability. We can go and get three points today. Do you think it's must win? Do you think we're getting yeah. into the stage where Bremen they, they need points and they need to win these sort of games? This one definitely. 100%. Looking at the running, they've got Wolfsburg and Bayern still to play, right? And then Paderborn, Frankfurt, Mainz, and Cologne are the other. Are the other? Are some, I think might have missed one potentially, but those are the other games that I could see. So, if they're going to beat anyone big, it's going to be it's going to have to be Schalke because they've still to play. Bayern and Wolfsburg, who let's be serious, they won't get the win against. Basically. You wouldn't have thought so anyway. And unless Bayern have won the league and decide to just play a bunch of youngsters and almost throw away the game. Which yeah, I, I was going to say, but is <laughs> it possible? Always the most random things happen. I was going to say we we started this this game off by saying that Schalke were kind of too good to go down. I think Bremen are. are even more in that category. Bremen are a huge team in Germany yeah. and you know they should never find themselves in the position that they're currently in. So I would say that Bremen are almost too big a club to be in the position they're in than, than Schalke oh, no, at absolutely. this current yeah. moment in time. I just their history, their pedigree in the competition is really unrivaled at this point. Um the only people that could kinda of question it are perhaps Bayern and Dortmund, but They've yeah. been around for so long. And yeah, they're one of the big, yeah, one of the big teams definitely. As for the game itself, I've uh, I've put it down for have a guess. Was oh, it a one-one? It's a one-all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's lovely. Um, I I wouldn't be too surprised, however, if uh, if Bremen sneak this one one-nil. I think it's the sort of game mm. where the first goal in it is crucial because I think Schalke have got such low confidence, and especially after taking the lead against Dusseldorf and not being able to hold on. I don't think that'll help that, and I think if Bremen can get themselves in front, I think Schalke's heads will drop, and I think they'll 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 win the game. Um, I find it hard to predict a Schalke win just because mm. I just think they're hopeless, just all over the park. I just don't think they've got anything really at the moment to get off your seat and get excited about. Yeah. Um, so I've gone for one all, but I, I'm leaning towards Bremen over Schalke anyway. I think I'm sticking at one nil on Bremen. To be honest, I think that would be my call. Taylor, are you? Same mentality. I, I, it's going to be low scoring either way, I think. You would think uh, so. 
It's got. It's got to be the Brexit game. It's got to be nil nil. <laughs> oh, you've not heard that in a while. It's got. It's got. It's got a written in it. And any, any goals are bonus for us. Just whatever we do, do not tune into this expecting this to be the game to watch. Please. Yeah, no, watch that, yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. If you're watching football, don't watch this. That's a horrible thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Just avoid these two. They're not very good. Struan, are you? I take it you're not. You're not going to be watching this game on Saturday. Uh, do you know what? I, I really want to just watch it now. I, I just want to do that. <laughs> that. Oh, yeah, nobody watched it. Well, actually, actually, um, I, I pr- probably won't. I'm maybe flick back and forth between it, mm. but I'm gonna go with a Verde Bremen three nil win. All three of the goals scored by the American striker Sargent. Wow, that can be the that can be my crazy prediction. Oh yeah, we haven't had one today, have we? we that that can be the that can be the first one there. The, Sergeant to get a hat trick. Sergeant Pepper wins the game, or Pizarro. But I'll, I'll stick with Sergeant because I don't think Pizarro really plays. Why would it be Sergeant Pepper? That's not his name. I don't know. It's just Sergeant. <laughs> the first thing I think he's Pepper. <laughs> Sergeant Pepper's the opposition. Well, you can listen to Beatles. Oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> Stern's nailed it there. <laughs> Sergeant Pepper's the opposite. Sergeant Pepper was the policeman in Live and Let Die, if I remember rightly. He was from a Bond film, Sergeant Pepper. So I don't oh, know where right. you got that from, Taylor. No, he got it, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club, was it? Yeah, the Beatles. There's a film, yeah, there's I'm, a song. I'm, I'm even, just yeah. made, if I just not made a mug of myself, it's the Beatles, it's Sergeant Pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Right, yeah, what, yeah, what yeah, came first? <laughs> song the, of the film. Beatles or Bond? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question, actually. I'm, no, I'm oh, God. oh, it's gone off the deep end, boys. It really has. Uh, right, we'll move on to the final fixture that we're going to talk about today. Um, Taylor, are you going to be all right? Like, just actually no, no, talking good, about good. it, you're going to no, yeah, not going to have an outburst because no. Leipzig didn't win again. They, they've not, they've not won again. They've been horrendously inconsistent. Um, last game week, if I remember correctly, they drew two all with Hertha Berlin, as we said earlier, and Hertha Berlin came back after Leipzig got a man sent off and were unlucky to win the game. Their opponents this weekend are Cologne, who fell quite feebly to Hoffenheim in a 3-1 defeat. Taylor, I'll, I'm going to come to you first, because after last week's outburst, you got your wish, and they did win in very convincing fashion at the weekend. But then this happens. What's going on? Um. Well, first of all, um, I'm glad that uh, Timo... Thank you for listening and thank you for tuning in and basically doing as, you know, expected of you. But uh, that was basically the performance that they needed to do. Midweek, I'm the the man that got sent off, uh, Hassenberg, probably is the downfall. Although they did take the lead, the the extra man just came back and basically caused them uh, caused them uh, to drop the two points. Especially, as Jamie said, Herford have been playing well as well. Uh, since the restart, so basically, I wouldn't say it's too disappointing the fact that they've dropped, although they they should be winning. But if they, I love uh, Leipzig had eleven men on the park, I'm pretty sure they'd have ran out winners anyway. But it's just down to inconsistency throughout the full team, and key players not turning up. Uh, that's fair to say. I mean, they, it really has been inconsistent. I mean, two draws and. Two draws that really should have been losses. They were lucky not to lose both, and then the thumping win. But Jamie, looking at Cologne, I mean they—they've not been awful since the kind of um, since the restart. But 
it's they've not really been a team to write home about at any point. Um, they've not won since uh, since they came back, but they've got two draws and the loss at Hoffenheim scored in each of them. Are we seeing anything from? They'll probably they could probably nick a goal if anything. But if Leipzig have the same response mentality that they did at the weekend, then yeah, I think Köln and uh, and Mainz are are quite similar teams in the way they go about their business as well. And I think Cologne hopefully will learn a lesson from from Mainz and you know Mainz tried to come out and have a go at Leipzig. I think and I think they thought they were quite vulnerable after the poor result against Freiburg, and you know Leipzig just w- walked all over them as we saw mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think if Cologne do that, then they should be expecting the, a similar reception from Leipzig. Um, I've put it down for 3-2 to Leipzig. Um, I think there, there will be goals, um, not just because it's Leipzig, but Cologne, you know, they've, they've had two 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 old draws, that was hard to say, and uh, the 3-1 defeat at Hoffenheim. And to be fair to them, the, the Hoffenheim game, I think they were... Ten had ten men in the first half. They had a man sent off, and I think mm. that was when they went three 0 down or something. They were one 0 down, and then they had a man sent off, and it went two 0 three 0 And then Hoffenheim had a man sent off as well, and they managed to get it back to three one. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't bear, yeah, I wouldn't bear too much into that game. Um, the, the, both the two old draws were very, very different. Um, the the Mines Cologne two 0 draw. They were two 0 down, and they came back. Sorry, they were two 0 up, and mm. they they bottled it, and it finished two 0 and the. The derby against Dusseldorf, they were two 0 down, and they got back in the last few minutes. So there's there's something in there in that Cologne team that I quite like. Um, there's definitely goals there, and I think this is probably my game of the weekend um, for in terms of excitement. Mm-hmm. I think it should be goals. Leipzig, obviously, as we saw last week, were very impressive against Mainz, but then we'll be looking to bounce back after dropping points against Herfa. Um, so yeah, three two Leipzig for me, but definitely goals guaranteed. Love that, love that. I hope so, hope so, because that would be good kind of way to round out the weekend. Struan, are you expecting something similar? I mean, we've had a lot of conversation about Timo Werner in the kind of off time when we've not been uh, worrying about anything. Um, are we expecting another performance from him? Because he's kind of needing it if he wants to sell the stock a bit more. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think Klopp-, Klopp will be watching him at the moment, and uh, I think he's been a bit hit or miss. He looked unbelievable against Mines, but then in the first game against Freiburg, and then again... Against Hertha Berlin, he was just sort of a non-entity. I think I think maybe losing Poulsen up beside him is probably going to be a bit of an issue in the sense that he's not really got that player to play off. But mm-hmm. I've not really seen much of Cologne. I, I watched the game where they came back from 2-0 down and they've, they've actually missed two penalties in their recent games. Mark, um, has missed both of them. So you could argue you know, they're, they're actually quite unlucky not to be coming away with more wins from there. But I'm actually going to go for a Cologne win. Oh, I, re- I purely based off the fact I just wasn't impressed with Leipzig from what I've seen so far against Freiburg. I don't know what went on at Mainz. They just looked like they clicked, and then again at the weekend they were just sort of all over the place. Again, I keep going back to fitness. I don't know if they're not quite as sharp. I think maybe losing Pilsen up front will be quite big in the sense just of how much he is important to the team. But I'm get- I'm getting so confused by their lineups as well because they j- they just seem to be almost wherever there's a gap in the team, someone else is going to fill it, in the sense that I think Nagelsmann likes his 3-1-4-2, that's 11, isn't it? Yep. yep. I think that's the way he plays, <laughs> and, and, and the, the back three is made of two full-backs and Upamecano, and then more wing-backs, normally Angelino or Mukielele, who didn't play at the weekends with Limer in behind, and then Sabitzer and Cuckoo. And I just think it's almost as an injury, I think Cuckoo was playing as a wing-back mm. at the weekend, which is just a bit, you know, it's just playing somebody out of position, and... I just think it's harboured by injuries, but I'm going to go for a Cologne win. 
I like Cologne. I think they they're probably one of the teams who miss their fans more than anybody. Although they do play Loch Lomond in German whenever the the game's over the score. So I rate that highly, and I'm going to go for a one nil, maybe a two one win. He's gone for a Cologne victory based on on Loch Lomond alone. Loch Lomond. Love, love well, and too. and and a bit of uh, poor Leipzig play. Yeah, well, oh, but and I think as not well, as much though. Uh, Loch Lomond, no, like, Loch that's Lomond the main is, is the main reason. I, th I think they'll have a bit of wind out their sails as well, Leipzig. I think they'll probably accept that could be their title challenge over, based on I, I don't think they play Bayern Munich again this season, and it doesn't look like you know Bayern Munich are going to exactly slow up. So I think yeah. this l losing a game where they were two one up and has probably taken the wind out of their sails with injuries as well, and losing a player with a red card that's an even. You know, that's, that's one of the fullbacks missing in the defence now, so Angelino might have to play in well. That's well, never a good sign. That's never a good sign, is it? <laughs> no, there was I I see I only remember one moment of him in the game against Hertha the Berlin and it was right at the end. The ball just kinda of felt him in a really good position to just cross in. And it just Miles over hit. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just thinking, I was like I, I, I just don't I don't know what is seen in him, to be honest. I no offence, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for a 2-0 two, two Cologne. Maybe a 1-0. 1-0, 2-0. 2-0. I yeah. think I'm going to go 2-all. Two 2-all two draw. I think Leipzig... I, th I can just see Leipzig bottling it again. I can see yeah. them going up fairly comfortably, but then just falling away with the game and Cologne can grow into it like they did against Dusseldorf. So, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Do you, think, um, do you think Werner's mind's in Liverpool? Do you think he's already set on that move so he's kind of lost focus in the Bundesliga now? Do you, think do you know how there's always that or when, you, when you're sure of a move sort of thing, you know, you uh -huh. just sort of, your heart's not really, your head's not in it anymore, do you think there's anything? There's that, that, and then, like, you can either take the approach where you don't end up kind of putting in the effort as, anymore because you know you're away, you can end up getting dropped from your team, as we've seen from Schalke, because you know you're leaving at the end of the season, but if, Ver if Werner wants to prove himself as a real top player, he'll take the Eden Hazard mentality and put even more effort in. To, to his last few games so um, the fans of whichever team he ends up with could be Liverpool could not be but realistically um, know <laughs> that they're getting a, high, a top quality player and the Leipzig fans will appreciate him for his efforts either way but we'll all just need to wait and see because football is a fickle game and anything can change and it probably will change because knowing us we'd never get anything right anyway no hey, but yeah well, <laughs> I, knew, yeah. I knew I actually could have put money on him saying something there uh, right that uh, ends today's show a big thanks to everyone who's tuned into this edition of the Fancy Ramble big thanks to Stu and Jamie and Taylor for joining me here again today hope it's not making your lockdown too busy because I know how busy we all are doing nothing uh, I, <laughs> I've been Jack Donnelly this has been the Football Ram the Fancy Ramble rather uh, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next week